0: from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely HP community. We have a bonus topic <laughs> time. I chose the word enlightenment. Time for many reasons. That ability for those of us in this soul age group to never really notice time because we are always spiraling in that expanded version of ourselves. And when it comes to our connections, and that would be every one of those moments, it's not because of specific memory, it's actually the embodiment of every experience from the depths of us and so time it moves in this uh, beautiful way because yes we have the same day-to-day stuff to do but by being in this awareness of now always there's also the awareness of that uh, only including those 24 hours so we really, with with lots of joy, work on everything that leads us to be more alive. There's not one moment of your life <clears throat> when you're in this enlightenment soul age group that you will have thought of any moment from your past to be something that is a waste. Even with frustration, because we all will have expressions, and obviously we all grow up with the expressions of uh, wasting our time, right? But we don't actually feel that in fact here's what we actually know the world needs you to be pleasant uh, said guru states but the spiritual process is about transcendence not good behavior so we're always in fact in this uh, process of transcendence and the reason why people won't know necessarily the enlightenment individual who's in a 5d c spectrum is a couple of reasons one They just won't notice because people tend to generalize and think that humanity is either kind or unkind versus actually being aware of each other as individuals. And I mean, to me, I'm talking to adults, right? So when it's uh, children time, they actually don't count in this. The children are still building based on what they get taught in their surroundings, so they're still absorbing. And although we start making our choices as well, there's uh, the time to start consciously choosing which would be those uh, teenage years from that transition where you're looking to your parents to when you're looking to others. Because the attachment styles and just anything that you'll notice with the soul age groups relates to the external if you're not in the self-empowered seat of yourself with the enlightenment soul group, and so again this is where only those who are here in this business would would know and they know based on their love for life and humanity and uh, they are curiosity so they're not looking into spiritual processes with Sadguru in mind or not Sadguru in mind they are actually knowing that this spiritual word means the essence of them as life they may have learned, like, I was just talking to somebody about the mystical and metaphysics and esotericism world, and they were like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess what I got to learn about ego and self, and the difference with ego and self is that ego navigates from the lower chakras and self. Well, he used the word soul, excuse me, but um, and soul navigates from the higher chakras. What I also just got finished reading was something aaron dowdy was teaching to empaths and that would be why empaths tend to put their own self to the side and attract specific type of uh, energy Uh, the extreme version that narcissist uh, he shares that those who have healthy uh, frames will in fact not put up with any type of mistreatment they will share immediately their authentic and uh a genuine idea and you know here's where as you get older this is what the enlightenment soul age we learn how to walk around noticing who has protector lenses and you know most of the time you're going to deal with that very straightforwardly and we don't waste time with those who do any type of Uh, tactics they are able to quote-unquote get away not because we don't notice it's because it's not important to point out unless they want to debate about it so what this means is if somebody tries to use their tactics which they don't know are actually safety behaviors that's why they also don't know that there are tactics i mean some might think of it as that that would be where when i hear the sociopath talking about herself i mean it's because obviously she has a list of criteria because she is a person who has been diagnosed as sociopath. just so is going to therapy she's getting support and she's sharing her thoughts on how certain traits that she has and that any sociopath will have can be a positive when used obviously without causing any harm in fact she makes a joke in one of her shorts she's like why do sociopaths manipulate and she's like because we're all serial killers and she's you know (laughs) very funny i love her and uh, she's like no no that's not it you know and she explains how it's since a very young age she says that we learn that we have to manipulate And here's where Aaron, as he was talking about being an empath, he talks about having to learn to tune into other people's needs, which is why the empath tends to attract the potential narcissist because the narcissist is within their frame. Now, the thing is, the narcissist has a frame that is built upon an external frame, which is why when they experience rage and or other types of moments, one that emotion as you remember is a trauma emotional response so navigating the emotional narrative will not help a person within that spectrum bring themselves to connect to their higher self or to enlightenment for that matter because they're already in their subcortical they're in their reptilian brain they're in their limbic system they're in their implicit memory system all these words mean the same thing they're reacting in a way they learned to protect themselves it seems silly to the external these explanations because they just use the word evil and they use these stereotypes and they don't actually understand brain science and or you know the new trauma research information otherwise they would actually know what i'm talking about and not really question it but more get curious and say oh how can we support each other to learn about each other and to work with each other and to help each other feel safe because the rage is an indication of a lazy form of grief the rage is an indication of a let me protect myself of a fear beneath the surface the rage is a uh, reaction to the ego feeling unworthy and a lot more and so the rage comes forth as that but a person who is uneducated in all psychoeducational matters but knows plenty of boobies with stereotypes and the word evil will definitely think a lot of different things that won't really be true But there's where imagination land is for those who are in other soul age groups. And here's where this specific episode came to me to channel guidance on this very aspect. Because you'll hear a couple of episodes coming forth either today or in the next couple days. And it's how, you know, when people don't realize that they are spending time focusing on others... Or in a false sense of self with a frame like the narcissist who doesn't recognize their weakness because when they get enraged, they're out of control, but that doesn't mean they're strong. It actually makes them, uh, in fact, the sociopath lady makes another joke. She's like, uh, No, we're not serial killers. We manipulate, you know, and she, I forget how she explained, she's since a very young age, so we'll either be able to learn how to manipulate in a way that we can succeed and and achieve our goals or we'll end up in jail because there are the lower uh the lower i forget how they term it but the lower functional that's what it is the the lower functional narcissist is the one who's not able to actually use their and see this is why it's silly because it's not um, something they actually are contemplating they're reactive When you're reactive you're not responsive when you're reactive you're unconscious when you're reactive it's like when i get scared because of some type of similarity to one of my panic attacks it's fear it's reactive my body is jolting it's not doing something that i've looked or thought to in fact remember that this is where the subcortical and or anything in that limbic system and or just in general we are emotional beings first we are with our implicit memory system the first year of life is where it's all organized to ensure the default network to ensure our body will learn how it can keep us safe and then we build upon that so while 4d people want to talk about energy vampires instead of get educated about the humanness of being a person um we're going to obviously talk about this the 5d spectrum definitely does and so here's where empaths aaron was saying usually are uh, using their own energy to test out the area be, meaning to feel the area so they use their third eye because they turn off their lower chakras but that ter- that third eye is to pick up on everybody else in a way of being able to ensure they meet expectations or needs and they're attracted to those who have a good and strong frame because obviously they are remembering and or recognizing that parent because the only reason a person will be tuning in to the outward to the extent of not being in what is you know a healthy magnetic frame is the word Aaron uses but I'm just going to say a functional adult a person who learns to be their own self self self-empowered and says hey you know what I I really love this conversation but there are some things that are kind of off Or, hey, even, you know, yelling at each other, but with the wanting to have a conversation. And that really doesn't happen, the yelling, by the way. It's more of a discussion that gets heated. I've had plenty of those. They've always ended up really great. And uh, I love those people to death because being able to speak one's truth and then know that we're friends still is really awesome because you got people who have, at the very least, An ego that's mature enough to know that we all will be different in our opinions and a heart that is uh, unconditionally loving obviously because otherwise there are conditions for that uh, interaction love is in our body anyways it's the oxytocin gene hormone but the turning of it on is where a person can accept to be safe and social with differences or they can accept to think they're right and they're wrong and that's where you got the adaptive child you got an ego sensitive person who's going to go around shouting at each other and they're all the people who have we group leaders and you know they do all this stuff they're using their time that way here's where um, the other soul age groups have a repeat of karma and they learn specific lessons and so their life is going to be centered Upon those external circumstances they don't learn to be their own frame alone they learn to be a frame with other individuals who share a common frame and here's where for the enlightenment soul age group we're not sharing our frame in the sense of our inner world depends on the outer world and I'm seeing energetically speaking the purpose everything you do everything you feel the person who's in the enlightenment soul age group is the somatic empath they are also self-empowered and they definitely have a very huge awareness of us being one big ball of energy fragments of each other so they're not competing with each other at all not even a little bit competing would mean like you not accepting yourself which feels unnatural instinctively because it's like saying, oh, let me cut my own finger off. Uh, Heck no, that's not gonna happen. And in fact, those people who do do certain things, I know there's a whole culture behind it, but when you understand that put to the side, you know, when you were in the forest and tribal stuff and belief systems, Talking with education, so having—I uh, mean, I do have a master's. I don't think that should matter, but let me just present that. When you are educated to a certain extent you'll—you'll you'll learn how the human body works. You'll learn that your fingers, you need them. Uh, you don't want to cut your fingers off. Yes, you can learn that culturally speaking or preference-wise speaking. We can talk about a lot of different topics. But if we want to use the word uh, health, and I know some people use it when they're implying their own belief systems on like how partnerships should be and whatnot. This is completely different. I'm talking about a person with their own body, okay? so let me just make sure. We're not talking about choices yet. We don't talk, in fact, about choices. We talk about uh, common sense stuff. But if you have a body, it's yours. You're the one whose life and you learn what it means to respect something to treat it in a way that allows it to flourish it's like a flower or anything even your computer it can be dead a lot whatever it is but you there's ways that we know something will let me just put it that way last longer thanks to it being treated in a way that is appropriate or you know good we can use that word but not because it's good because it's you know water again you give it to the plant it's life serving i'll put it that way so a person randomly cutting their own finger off is not life serving it's destructive and in fact the people who do cut and they do so in a not you know random because i'm sure there are plenty of different stories because i remember when i was in school we got taught about cutting and just the day after i'll never forget it because we got taught to take it as a note that somebody was asking for help we got taught how to call the hotline yada 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 the day after this class two to three girls came into school with cuts and i'll never forget because i was sitting right next to one of them who made sure she also wore a skirt and maybe she didn't notice but her skirt was short enough to where you could see where she had and it wasn't a big cut it was like a little razor one or something small i don't remember if we were friends i just remember noticing it and saying wow that's that's awkward you know we just got we just got taught yesterday about this and now it actually seemed because i had noticed at least two or three that after having learned it the, per, the people got their ideas in fact it's a whole conversation i had about how education empowers but then again it also doesn't because that speech didn't give uh input apparently that those kids heard they heard something i don't know what they heard like to me i was i was kind of like what is that I, and i just thought wow immaturity cuz you know kids will talk to each other and they were all basically joking teasing none of them took the presentation seriously they were teaching us about our body you know and and none of these kids took any of this information sensibly and to me as an adult this is odd because people like to use this word smart but then they don't seem to pick up on information that actually leads you to more the stereotypes seem to make these people smart the generalized statements the goofy behaviors the clowns all of that and like seriously I, I actually you know i, I will always think wow there's a lot of people that really don't know how to learn and then I remember biological rudeness and that's really all I need is the implicit memory system most people are not actually using their own brain in a way of absorbing information they feel it's too hard because they actually have a level of emotional and mental and physical insecurity because they're in a uh, ventral vagal no in a dorsal vagal and or hyperarousal sympathetic nervous system state they're under stress as they think or as they try to meet societal demands without even knowing it and i just didn't have that knowledge in my you know knowledge bank now i do it's like right here in my little pocket and time <laughs> now allows me to share things with my lovely uh, either inclined to be 5dc and or enlightenment so people or already in this spectrum but um the reality is of course there's plenty of compassion but uh there's not any need of time when it comes to common sense if people actually heard what they were being spoken this is not to listen to rules in this way again this is not to be in a uh, good behavior it is actually are you hearing the words of you know individuals here's where i'll, I'll put me in the mix because when i get afraid of certain things I usually it's, it's related to like life right so my my physical stuff tends to be the one thing that gives me agitation uh, am i going to you know die basically because i like to live <laughs> and then some of it also is uh societal in the sense of economical you know and stuff like that to tend to and nurture to and be able to participate so those still create a hyper aroused and the uh, anxious I can tell you know because I know the signs the signs are our charge states nobody knows about their nervous system until they do and once they do it's really empowering because you'll be able to track when you're in sympathetic or when you're in ventral vagal Obviously, for those who have a dorsal vagal, like numbness or dissociation, they would be able to track that. So when you are able to not be in a criticism of humanity yourself, so again, if you know that your finger will work as long as you treat it well and your body will too, but you're not in a fear state. So you're not taking information as law but you're allowing yourself to learn from it and then to be objective and no, of course as not a medical professional there are aspects that I will feel very agitated about and that I won't just take the word of anyone and it doesn't matter how many you know like even here as long as if I want to find out something because my gut says mm, I don't know about it I will keep doing research and and here's where our generations have changed Like right now, there are those adults or people who think that somebody should not question their doctor and this and this and that, but the the reality is people question because they've uncovered that there's skewed interest. They've, They've uncovered that those perspectives of those professionals are linked to those professionals and their opinions. I'll give you a random example I am a person who's sedentary I think I mentioned this in the interview with my twin sister one of the the cams on YouTube I don't remember but I've I'm sure I've mentioned this before so I had one of my blood works I forget what year but I I work sitting down obviously digital content producer plus online marketer and that means I don't walk a lot I also don't walk a lot when i'm uh, u.s side because you know everything's completely close and (laughs) nearby so i don't have to but long story short my cholesterol was high and i knew obviously i was not conducting uh, the lifestyle of somebody who could lower it naturally plus i think i was still smoking at the time as well so i was like there's a couple of factors to take into consideration the doctor did not just say you know because you told me your lifestyle how about this let's do three months walk You know, I don't know, even the part like lower your smoke, whatever, something like to give me a holistic list of things to do. No, they said here, I have a pill for you. And I said, well, I don't want a pill. (laughs) I don't need a pill. Well, it's genetic. Yeah, I got it. But I actually have a natural pill that I've taken that helps me to balance this out. And I actually know of other things that I can do in order to allow my body to probably you know get rid of some of that cholesterol plus it's not that high i'm not dying everything else is turning out pretty well in my blood work you know so here's the part of why it's not one or the other and the reality is as long as the professionals do what they do thinking that they know all the answers versus not only one incorporating holistic which they they, they're going to slowly do this whether they like it or not As the neuroscience comes out, and the brain science, the trauma research, the whole neuropeptides, epigenetics, everything in this whole group—it's not only about mental health. This is where all of these aspects on the—I'm going to call it the scientific realm because it's humanities and uh, not social sciences, but humanities meaning the sciences that look at us, at people, and our physiology, biology. So. All of those are sharing with each other, with the professionals, particularly the, the aspect of our regenerating bodies, the, the, the healing. But see, here's where, again, I don't like to use the word healing because it means you think somebody's sick. And when you have a safety behavior, you're not sick. You just didn't know that we didn't know the entire human species world until a decade ago is when they started to talk about our nervous systems like fight, freeze, fight, freeze, fawn, excuse me, freeze, pause shut down so until recently they did not know these things even though it's not so recent it feels like so long ago and now we're in 2022 but you know when i share this information people either uh, listen with just you know absorbing whatever it is they want to absorb but they actually don't get excited they don't get happy they they get bored sometimes too and then there's oh yes we hear we heard it again So people (laughs) don't like to learn about how they can empower themselves. When they learn from a sad guru, well, that just allows them to wear those mantles, but they don't know what they're doing. And in fact, you'll see all of those people who are in the mystic, esoteric, holistic plane, when they don't embrace the human side of things, they miss a lot of stuff. They're in imagination land, and they're not connecting the dots to the human land that we live in. And so they're more fascinated by that which is beyond what the eyes can see at first and what their life is here. I love seeing Aaron Dowdy do what he does because he's definitely in our lovely world of empaths and, you know, the mystics, but he's grounded in humanness. So he integrates what he went through because this is where every person has their journey, his attachment style and his experience with his ex-stepmom who was a narcissist. Who, as he pointed out, he would try to ensure he would be able to do everything to to make her happy and not get in trouble because he'd get in trouble for just the randomest shit. And um, here's where, yeah, hearing somebody like Sadhguru say, "Raising your consciousness," where is it? The one that he says, "Raising your consciousness is all about you being able to ignore the external." me find it guys i got a bunch of different um types of well here the only reason why human beings do not naturally become meditative is that they are not at ease as long as the instinct of survival is on you are in a certain stress and tension yes when people don't know how to get into their ventral vagal state and so that when you're in a hyper aroused shape hyper aroused state that you will be in a state of stress just look at stephen Porges' map of the polyvagal theory and you'll find how the organs are affected by our uh, state of stress here raising your level of consciousness means the external that external situations do not decide who you are but it's not only about who you are as he points out it's also about uh, knowing that transcendence is part of our journey not this uh good behavior or being pleasant it does not mean go around being rude doing what is unpopular does not mean us shouting at each other it actually is the opposite and the only reason people don't understand what he's speaking about is because they actually are not in the enlightenment so age group yet if they did then they would know that he is not saying to go around and spit at each other or yell at each other that he's actually saying something quite different but, you know, I wonder how many actually understand what he shares. I hope many more than I, than, I, than I feel like when I'm seeing, you know, 4D people. When we see here Eckhart Tolle, one of his quotes, most people don't know how to listen because the mo- mo- majority, the major part of their emotion, their attention, excuse me, the major part of their attention is taken up by thinking. And here's where we have a challenge because people think that this these people are telling them not to think the uh, non-dualistic teachers the spiritual gurus and just anyone who's a mystic and talking to somebody about not thinking or about ego and soul is not explaining things in a way that says it's not about you not thinking you can't live life without not you know without thinking it's about the somatic spectrum your body's narrative the charge state is what i like to refer to it as because a person once they just hone in just for one second on their body you'll know and what is an indication that there's a bigger unresolved trauma is if that feels uncomfortable and if at a certain point as you are doing this you need to get distracted or you need a drink or you need you know something you get fidgety you get uncomfortable and that's not a bad thing it's an indication of an unsettled nervous system and here's where if only people didn't think of themselves as needing to be better than who they are. <laughs> when, when people look into enlightenment, they're not looking at it because they feel they want to embrace un- unconditional love. They actually look to it thinking it's this badge of honor i use enlightenment not only because of having found myself in it thank you Sadhguru, for making it as clear as day and then uh, because that's who i want to share the inner growth mindset with the people who are inclined to be here because life is pretty awesome and people are also very awesome and so we don't do imagination land we do emotion land and sense sensory somatic land here's where Miguel Gallardo as he points out when we don't allow ourselves to experience the range of emotions that humans experience in many ways we are selling ourselves short and not really allowing ourselves the compassionate forgiveness that is useful for us and then there was one more quote this one they're doing a course on how to tolerate difficult emotions because there are a lot of people they don't actually navigate their vulnerable places because they don't have a safe body they don't know it Uh, so they won't know it until they actually know it and when they're embarking on their spirituality journeys thinking that they must uh, you know not do good behavior but they don't realize that it's not about getting you know you against other people it's about you being able to put to the side your opinion and to transcend those belief systems this is where we got all these mantles um charles ridley phd Stress can be a good thing when it calls to us action, when it calls us or motivates us to do things in life. But stress becomes distress when the stressors are too many, when they exceed their stress threshold, and when they last too long. When a client can't tolerate difficult emotions, it can trap them in a fear and loneliness, and it can lead them to numb out and uh, the course again how to develop tolerance for emotional distress but those of us who actually know the emotional spectrum we don't actually get stressed with it we work with our emotions and here's where I have Aaron Dowdy again saying quote-unquote I want love is energetically saying I lack love <laughs> and then it blocks it from coming into your life the key is to instead focus on where that emotion is already in your life and expand on it with gratitude so this is Aaron Doughty you can quote him and when you realize love is in your body because it's that oxytocin gene hormone and that it has nothing to do with the people but obviously we know how to connect love with our connections which we always do which is why we don't have a narrative for those individuals who are leading their life in biological rudeness with us or uh, without us right but we also don't uh, stand and allow specific types of behavior so we'll let our loved ones know hey dude you know this is definitely not uh something that uh i think is Great, <laughs> you, you know let's talk about it and we'll respect when people don't want to talk about anything because it's their choice to not chat about what's going on between them and another person here's where by understanding protector lenses uh we also understand manipulation gaslighting vilification uh, over generalizing and everything else that people do in an effort to uh, shy away from having authentic transparent conversations and uh, time definitely <clears throat> needs the truth to come forth but this is where some people will spend that time in other spaces and to close out because my voice not sure if it's uh opening of chakra or or if it's uh getting practice in my ventral bagel or maybe it's a cold one of the other or maybe it's lovely energies let me take a sip of water i've been trying to record a couple of things guys because i'm i'm traveling so you might end up having uh one episode throughout the week next week not now Well, next week is here, but what I'm trying to get at is here is the channeled guidance message that was really coming through because I had a whole bunch of information, but I lost it while I was getting back home from a place. So, when we are allowing ourselves to remember that perspective, is is subjective. So people will use the word reality, and the psychoeducators have explained it. This is subjective. We all have a neocortex. It's the psychological floor. It has two neurons for here and now, two for the implicit memory system, and they meet in the middle with the other two. And that creates the reality. Your implicit memory system involves your safety behaviors attached. Cry for help, collapse a bit, please appease, flight, fight, freeze, fawn, freeze, pause, shut down. Furthermore, those charge states. So the zero to three-year-old attached panicky, then three to seven, shame, submissive. Then we have freeze all ages. We have flight 11, 12, and then um, fight 14, 15, 16. Include with these the sociopath, the psychopath, the narcissist, the antisocial personality. Include the self-love deficit. And I'm, I'm spelling these ones out for a reason because they get grouped into this a whole, you know, evil category by the 4D, 3D community versus people. They're people like us. The psychopaths are the one that have a potential aspect from their brain. It's it's I forget. It's the serotonin chemistry. Uh, I got that one from one of the teachers. I was watching their video. Remember we talked about that. So they actually will see a person being upset, but because of this lack of serotonin or this they think it's one of the reasons they won't pick it up so they don't get anxious their heart doesn't start racing so they don't know what a panic attack is but they will have something called gray rage, rage which is similar to a narcissist rage or just rage although it's similar because as the psychopath lady describes she says it's really like wow thank goodness i could not leave my home you know and i have this because you really are in this spiral of thinking in a specific way but it's a specific way that was triggered by a person who threatened this individual it wasn't just some random thing it was a person who gave a tone of authority over this woman and that they at the same time also expressed that they were sure they were safe and so this is where you are instigating an individual's sense of Uh, hey what the fuck are you talking about if somebody comes to me for example i mean for for me it's different I'm, i will not really think much of it but in the way she described what happened it was as if somebody was basically saying i could do whatever i want and you're not going to be able to do anything about it so in any one of those circumstances a person who has a level of self-worth awareness already not the people who are instinctive so reactiveness is not self-worth reactiveness is you subject to your emotions and that's the ego so those are those lower chakras that's your survival stuff which is great when we had lions and bears when it comes to people the only reason individuals are able to think it's okay is because they got this whole group of people that talk about evil the devil monsters and then they got all the movies that really support a horrible bunch of different things okay but here's where all those other soul age groups and 4d 3d land is going to be in this space right now is a very important time there's another of those lovely portals and i knew this time was here but um i'm, I'm getting more and more signs of, of where exactly at least for me i'm sharing my my contribution is definitely you know this 5dc voice perspective enlightenment so age group humanly speaking with the spiritual and the uh, spirituality stuff so besides the inner growth mindset and of course mentorship as always but for the podcast these are educational but also um, sharing a person who's in this present time. aware of how to support those who want to learn to apply so educational because there's information that you can bring to the picture to yourself and look into more and icabm.com go there and you know go take courses or uh, buy bezel van der koek's book the body keeps the count stephen porges his book is a little bit more complex so if you are a, a university student you'll be fine if you're in the psychoeducation community obviously you'll be fine but if you're in another community and you have no uh, academia it's it's from what i've gathered i haven't been able to begin reading it but it's very uh big enriched in the vocabulary so for me in english i can do that time probably not as much it's a lot harder because the words are even more sophisticated and i don't practice it enough but if i had to i could um what i was trying to get at is stephen porges there's another one of his books that should be easier to read but it's for academics is what i'm saying or unless again you have a brain that you know you can pretty much read anything then that's uh something that you would know there's um ruth lanius pat ogden pat ogden sensory motor and just what she does dan siegel definitely mind sight i mean i can't wait to start that class and um what else i forgot well, sad guru if you want, his Inner Engineering course definitely is a great one, and so is his Shambhavi Kriya, but that's only if you want to get into that enlightenment. So, Aidru for sure, and uh, it's because he gets us to promise, or he gets us to make a commitment. It's not a promise, I think the way he says it is can you commit to unconditionally loving like a mother, one child? you know one person then he goes to two three four then he goes to you know the 7.9 of the world all life form and he says unconditionally loving so he's very specific about that and it's very beautiful but um where i was going with this is that 3d 4d and all these other soul age groups they're going to be in this spectrum with their imagination so in the middle their reality is the same as all of us meaning they have the same opportunity to pause when they're reactive this means a little bit of effort to to notice your own reactiveness to notice the charge state and here's where it takes time because what you're also doing is disengaging from the neural pathway that is a habit that you have like for me and my tone for me and my charge states, i'm still learning certain ones of them and i'm sure it'll be you know for some time because that's where we just keep practicing the awareness the witness and that's where you're going to start to just learn how to respond versus react and you also learn how to be able and communicate with others in a way that um, is as clear as possible while respecting yourself okay and the other but All these different examples to try and get back to the main point, which is when you are able to be your own frame and to scout and tune into the others, the territory, but not in a way that you're serving anyone. No, it's in a way that allows you to better communicate. And so, this is where your own frame, in a healthy way, means you have only what is called love for yourself and other people, for you and humanity. You're in your ventral vagal. The somatic empath perceives the somatic narrative. So the body's communication. And that means that nervous system. But we're not an empath who does not know what is ours. So here's where once you know yourself well enough, you keep it in mind, obviously, sometimes we can forget. That's why it's practice. And so here's where with my lovely 5DC community, as we move forward, for me, I, I know that right now it's important to share with you the psychoeducation with the spiritual stuff, so my clairs and, and the Reiki and uh, even reconnective healing, those experiences, uh, dream state, channeling, tarot, to just share some of the light worker's life. Obviously, there's subscription-based model content for actual stories. I think I'm going to do one soon for the light worker's life because there's a couple of things that came up that i would love to share and i know people go through things um but besides those aspects so metaphysics as a terrorism the psychoeducation sociology existentialism also spirituality with the sad guru and the enlightenment soul age group is all about this is you know an adventure of a lifetime we don't sit in imagination then we sit in you know we're waking up every day ensuring that we can do what we do and then engage in social activity and we practice being able to be equanimous with each other and loving with each other which is automatic compassion when we're frustrated we don't get upset at ourselves or others we actually are being given the opportunity to talk about it you cannot achieve enlightenment all by yourself (laughs) It's, it's a world that you do together that people still just think of it as this you know person in the mountains it's because way back when that was the how they began who knows you know I, I have to go and ask uh yoga for a bunch of books so i can get that 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 stuff downloaded you know as information but the reality is jesus didn't live in a mountain in the middle of nowhere and i know a lot of people think that pilgrimage is what you need to uh achieve enlightenment Uh believe me you don't need anything it's a choice the spiritual process is a choice to allow yourself to lead from your own frame is a choice you've been making from day one. The minute you began being in an opportunity to be clear with your conscious, this is what I wanted to share. It came to me, the important one. People, I heard this um, this person in a movie. It was a movie, and then with the psychoeducators. So when I say clear conscious conscience conscience okay I'm talking about your actual brain I'm talking about you making a decision I'm talking about when people are reactive they don't have conscious they're unconscious reactive means you've reacted this doesn't mean you can't do something you do that's the part you learn from that moment and say okay this is a wound this is my reaction how do I want to bring it differently next time and if you focus on your charge state, that's where you're going to be able to do something different. That's you saying, I want to change my neural pathway on me reacting. When I did this with my tone at 16, I'm still working on it. I'm 42. I did it all on my own because I love my family, not because they you know, bug me about it. They still bug me about it, but I did it because I didn't like to do this tone, which I, I now know is part of a natural one year old three year old it's a natural charge state from me being a person (laughs) who definitely knows what i want in life so um that's where i'm still working on it because you know when you live in uh proximity you actually co-regulate from day one stuff like that so this person in this movie was saying that until they're in fifth grade so he was being played pranks by his girlfriend's children like really horrible pranks and uh, he leaves because the girlfriend breaks up with him because she believes the kids who are lying to her and he says because he, he hides out in the garage and she ends up calling him back and asking him to come because the kids confessed because the mom was sad and uh, she really liked this boyfriend. She had just introduced him to the family and whatnot, you know, so the kids confess he comes out of this garage he's freezing and she's like how did you know they would you know confess and he says you know until about fifth grade they will feel bad about lying at some point and it made me laugh because it's not only until fifth grade what the psychoeducators talk about is when we do things that we're ashamed of there's shame and guilt those are the vibrations of that lower um, lower map of consciousness shame is 25 guilt i think is 50 fear is 75 or fear was 100 so that's all the lower territorial field that's all ego
1: but at the same time
0: i like to talk about ego self as one thing your soul as one thing because you are always going to be all of your all of who you are the difference is that you are in that mind sight brain you're not only mindful you're in the your psychological floor. I want you to think of it humanly. Your neocortex. That prefrontal cortex is your third eye. So you're aware of your own charge state, of your thinking and your emotions and the charge state, the somatic narrative. Remember, somatic body narrative, emotion narrative is different. That would be the rage, which you don't want to do that narrative because that's a defense emotion and it will only stay in that state because it's already defending you. You want to track the body's memory and the body sensation essentially of where that's going and just allow yourself to uncharge that's you metabolizing that's you as the adult in the room that's the adult seeing the adaptive child and the uh, wounded child so the protector and the wound okay the wound is usually unwanted abandoned shame guilt fault my fault I'm broken all these things that deal with family stuff and um, the minute that you are aware The fact that when we don't take what we've done and face it, it will stay in our bodies. The neuropeptides don't get released. The, The unresolved trauma is a child's wound because it's a moment of life where we have different ways that, again, that nervous system of ours protects us. The story comes after. So 3D, 4D, they live in this imagination land, and it's not only imagination, they also have their opinions. So they're able to go around and point fingers at each other, and that's why they carry their karma with them. And they don't learn how to be responsive. Even if they're wearing mantles, they'll be in this uh, regurgitation. You can always tell when a person is enlightened and when they're trying to be enlightened. It's not good or bad, it just is a difference the enlightenment so age of person will always unconsciously love all life all human beings This is what i'm talking about and all life and they're life sensitive they don't get offended we don't get offended somebody can spit in my face i won't be offended i might react i don't know but i won't be like oh my god what a horrible person i might not like you those are two different things there is not a judgment on another life because of their reactiveness their survival instincts are not something that are ever condemned. So here's the part about lying. You only lie when you're afraid, which is a survival, therefore, instinct. So if people are not brave to tell the truth, we're not going to spend time in their imagination that. And when people talk about each other, gossip, uh, smear campaigns, envy, jealousy, spite, doesn't matter if somebody's famous. If they're in that Enlightenment Soul Asia, if they're not going to give two shits. Not even a little bit. Now, this is where any person who's empowered will not give two shits of what somebody's gonna name them because it's a word. The only people who in their body still feel it, we can always notice. You can always tell because of how they vibe. But what I was trying to get at is a person will always feel a sense of shame and guilt when they've done something wrong. Because when you hurt another person, it's unnatural because our hurting each other never came as a means to uh, be evil this word that people use it came as a means to ensure our physical survival we were living with lions and bears uh uh-huh and that's the truth of it now that others want to create stories that's all great and dandy but they're in a whole different plane they're not in 5d and they're not even trying to expand their horizons because i can accept that all these other planes can be that truth (laughs) what i don't accept if you will is that it is because it's not there's plenty of other variables that i see potentially being the truths and so it's just common sense to know that no your truth is not the only truth i'm so sorry that you feel so strongly about it and that your horror nightmare will though for you come true because here's the other part about when you are in communion with truth in a way that abstains everything because that is what communion with truth is it's the unknown it's shiva but in a way that can relate to all of what humanity speaks so you guys know my passion it's humanity (laughs) i love people and in time all i've been able to accumulate is all the information that i already had read about and that made very much sense to me and to this day i'm seeing it unfold So what I am also noticing is that things that I thought would not be, because I believe in the infinite higher human consciousness potential, so I believe every person can expand, I am seeing though a uh, very restricted window, if you will. I don't think that anything can be set in stone but from the psychoeducators what I know is that the shame blame fault revenge cycles they become these mental prisons and so from the neuroplasticity the dark side is that the brain is neutral and it will keep repeating what a person chooses so we'll close out with that part about like cutting what one of the things that the psychoeducators mention is that cutting is a person's way to reactivate their nervous system but that it gets addictive because obviously it becomes a soothe technique. Like anything that is an addiction, it's something that soothes, and the nervous system tries to use it to get back online. But because of all these movies and all these past, you know, the Roman times and people just talking about all these different belief systems and the mystical, holistic stuff, and not using any of the actual psychoeducation, they co- they continue to you know create fantasy lands where people are not actually seeing it's okay to have fantasy land but here is what you actually want to notice about your day-to-day is is this something you're you're doing compulsively and that's karma if it is if it's brightening your day hell you know whatever but the reality is anything compulsive doesn't brighten your day it's a compulsion because it means you're not controlling it means you automatically feel the need to have to The, the longing for example that's another one we don't enlightenment soul age group we don't long for people we love our people we don't um have interactions with anyone in a way of oh my god if you leave me i'm gonna be so upset you we actually are happy if they're happy you know that's that's what we know and in time we know that they will be happy because that's what time always does is people choose what makes them happy and fulfilled and if they don't that's because they're choosing their other soul age group and they're choosing their 3d 4d and they're choosing to stay in that um, very below the neutrality belt so in their lower chakras in their survival mode in their you know uh it's not a good or bad thing they choose it because they believe in it so they will lie they will say they're not lying you know people who have done reactive stuff they they justify it they don't apologize they don't uh come to terms with allowing themselves to achieve full love their own frame you know to have authentic transparent and grown-up relationships because they don't believe that that's possible in so many different ways but really it's because they haven't even bothered taking a look in time to who they are with compassion and saying you know i'm a person like every other person man people are awesome and you know all these other experiences they're awesome too because I can, there no, no person I've ever met actually uh, well maybe some I need to think th- thoroughly about that one but when they're going through life changes and I'm the first that they always tease me that I don't like change and I, yeah I have my routine I like my routine don't move me <laughs> I need to you know my, my brain likes my routine but I am totally open to different opinions to people and all types of people until they're human-splaining me that's when I start saying okay now that you want to try and put me in a box I think we're gonna have to change this up a little bit because there ain't boxes here (laughs) there's a life that loves having uh, fun and love and joy so it's not about um, the lying or the cheating or the stealing or the betrayal when it comes to us having certain interactions like that with 3D, 4D or other soul age groups, we understand that their life is very interesting to them and that their reality is what they believe is true. We respect that and we accept it, but it's not our truth. So we don't have to put up with them dehumanizing people and insulting humanity and insulting life because this is where uh, as Sadhguru points out uh, the only reason why human beings do not naturally become meditative is that they are not at ease as long as the instinct of survival is on you are in a certain stress and tension that would be in those lovely hyper aroused states and not in your ventral vagal state furthermore uh whatever you do or give without love in your heart it uh, just amounts to labor a lot of people they don't even love what they do as a job which is like wow really you know um here's where Sadhguru shares you'll hear more on this topic i want you to come to your senses because the next few years are going to be charged up time on this planet success happens to you not because you desire it because you earn it integrity is a vital ingredient for a successful life and raising your level of consciousness means that external situations do not decide who you are also remember that those who care dare to do the unpopular and that it is easier to change your thinking than to change the world changing your thinking will definitely change the world definitely with our lovely uh, 5d c peeps and enlightenment soul age group for sure and where is the other one? The world needs you to be pleasant, but the spiritual process is about transcendence, not good behavior. Be polite to each other, but always be authentic and genuine and allow yourself to treat others with care. To remember that biological rudeness is clear when somebody is doing something that is in a lie, cheat, steal, spite Envy, you know anything that is very opinionated and strong they're usually not willing to have an open-ended conversation so let it go and in time you know things always work out for the best looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in or leave a message have a great day